What do you call a one-eyed dinosaur? Do you think he saw us? Hi there, my name's James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. This podcast is part of an A to Z parenting help series, and we're now on the letter O. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. I'm a happily married father of three, and we live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. I set up this podcast with a view to creating an online community to hopefully support parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself, who sometimes struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow this podcast, or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. So the first O of successful parenting is organisation. Taking the time to be organised can make a massive difference, certainly if you've got a busy day the next day. If you can force yourself to make sure that you have everything, your kids have everything they're going to need for their next day of school, being organised is not an easy thing to do. Because quite often organising yourself for the next day is something you only really do at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, you're usually tired and just want to sit and collapse and maybe have a cup of tea or a glass of wine. But if you can get into the habit of making their packed lunches the night before, putting out their shoes and clothes the night before so that in the morning there's not some mad hectic rush when you're having to work really hard just to encourage them to get up or eat breakfast or clean their teeth or put their shoes on or put down that device at least you know where everything is there's nothing worse than when you're already stressed realizing that you're going to be late that you're looking for a book bag that you could have looked for okay last night when you were tired but at least you weren't stressed and potentially now going to be late for school or for work like anything, it's a habit. If you can get into the habit of making sure before you go to bed, right, where are my shoes? Where are their shoes? Where are their coats? Where's my coat? We're all ready. We're all packed. And then after a few weeks of realizing, our mornings seem to be a lot less stressful than they usually are. I wonder what's going on. Oh, it's because I'm really organized. Apparently, one of the secrets to success is being organized and proactive and making sure that you do the most important job of the day first. If you can get into the habit the night before of writing down the six things that you need to do tomorrow to move the needle from wherever you are now to wherever you want to be apparently that's the key you need to prioritize them in order so the first one being the most important and whatever you don't do needs to carry on for the next day bearing in mind that the next day there'll probably be another six things you need to do that should be incentive enough to get those six things done so for me as someone who has tried to develop a podcast my six things might look like spend maybe half an hour to an hour researching topics that might be relevant to dance create some key points or a script around that topic film the podcast edit the podcast schedule the podcast and promote the podcast and obviously that's not something i need to do every day because i only upload two podcasts a week so in that i don't need to do that every day i might pick two of those things for me, the other four may include having a cold shower first thing in the morning, meditating for 10 minutes or more, spending some time with the kids and reading them a bedtime story, and doing some exercise, be that a jog, a walk, some jiu-jitsu, or a sea swim. Those four things, plus two things that help push the needle and push and develop my podcast every day make a massive difference. You'll be surprised where you end up in a month. You'll be amazed where you end up in a year. The second O of successful parenting and probably life in general is open. And there are two elements to this. Firstly, be open to the opportunities. Don't be a closed person. Be someone who's open to opportunities 
open to trying new things, even if they're things that you traditionally wouldn't be interested in. It's going to make your life more interesting. And you also never know what might be around the corner if you're just brave enough to try something different. It also models really good behavior for your kids. Trying new food, trying new experiences, shows them that a rich and rewarding life comes from being open. And the second part of this, as well as having an open mindset, you want open body language. And that's around your children and around your friends and your partner and your work colleagues. Sitting with your arms or your legs crossed can be a very passive-aggressive, defensive posture. It doesn't send out warm, inviting vibes. Body language can also play a massive part in boosting your confidence. Standing with your feet shoulder-width apart and your hands on your hips is what's called a power stance. If you're feeling anxious or you're about to go into an interview, maybe do this in a room where no one else is. But a stance like this, or even a stance where you've got your feet shoulder at the part and your arms outstretched can really boost your confidence. And these are things you can show your kids. If they're feeling anxious, show them a power stance. Demonstrate it. Do it with them. Have a bit of fun with it. And you can teach them that by owning their space, they can become more self-confident. And the third O of successful parenting is optimism. It's very difficult to be around people who are naturally pessimistic. Just remember the energy you give off can negatively or positively affect people around you, specifically your children. I see it sometimes at work. There'll be a positive vibe in the room. We're all getting on. And then someone might come in with a negative, pessimistic energy and it can completely change the dynamic of the room. You have an opportunity to be the light at the end of the tunnel. We're going through very difficult times and lots of people are very worried and concerned for the future. You being negative and pessimistic makes you part of the problem, not the solution. Whenever we're in difficult times, whether we're late on the school run or stuck behind a tractor, I try and make it an adventure not a stressful situation, because just the body language and the tone of my voice or my expression can completely change the energy in the car. And suddenly my kids who may have been fine are suddenly really anxious and worried before they even get to school. Well, that's on you. Having a positive can-do attitude is probably gonna really get you places in life. Being grumpy and negative is a very effective way of encouraging people to avoid you. It's a bit like that saying, no one remembers who bought the drinks, but everyone remembers who didn't. In the same way, people always know the person in the office or in the family whose energy brings everyone down a bit. You don't want to be that person. It's not helping you and it's not helping them. For example, I'm trying to film this podcast and the sun keeps shining in my eyes. The sun is shining in my eyes. That's not a bad thing. It's how you look at it. Okay, it might mean that I have to do a little bit of work in production with editing, but is that the biggest problem in my life? If that's the biggest problem in my life, then I'm doing okay. We probably don't realize the influence we have on our children until it's too late. But if I think about how I viewed my parents, specifically my dad, he was always calm and positive and managed to see the humor of things, even when the situations were fairly dire. As I got to know him as an adult, he shared things with me in times of his life that were really stressful. Times when he was really stressed out, really worried, really concerned. But he never let that on. As a child, I never had any idea what my father was going through. He never let on that he was stressed or worried. He was always positive and upbeat and optimistic. And I thank him for that. So just to clarify, the three O's of successful parenting. O number one, organization. It will almost certainly be the last thing you want to do at the end of the day, after no doubt another busy, tiring day, but the 10 or 15 minutes it takes to get their book bags ready and their shoes out and their jackets out and, and whatever you need or they need for the next day, might make the following morning a lot less stress. And the second of successful parenting is open. Firstly, to have an open mindset, to be open to new experiences, new food, new cultures, new people, but also an open body language. You can completely change how you feel 
by changing your body language. Standing with your arms crossed or your feet crossed shows you're defensive and passive aggressive. Keeping your head down shows a lack of self-confidence. Sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. Feet shoulder width apart, head up, chest out, hands on hip. Three deep breaths, maybe don't do it in a public place. And the final O of successful parenting is optimism. As you can see if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm trying to battle through this podcast while the sun's shining in my eyes. Instead of getting cross about it, be happy that the sun is shining. Okay, in my eyes, but the sun is still shining. I really hope you got some of this podcast. And as I said, I'm trying to create and develop an online community that really supports parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself, who often struggle with their mental health. If you'd like to do that, please follow this podcast. Or if you're watching this and laughing, we squinting through the sun on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. I'd really love to know who you are and where you are if you're listening to this. So please maybe let me know and say hello in the comments. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, a 42-week guide to pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.